Hi everyone and welcome back to the Queerpreneur podcast with me your host Sarah Taylor. Before I dig into this week's topic I just want to say thank you to everyone who has reached out to me or given me their feedback after last week's podcast episode which was all about how to heal the shame of being gay and you know, it seems like it really struck a chord with so many of you, what I was talking about. So if you haven't listened yet and you've ever felt embarrassed or uncomfortable or ashamed of your sexuality, then do check it out. It's episode number 20. You might find it really helpful. So this week's podcast episode is about questioning, questioning your sexuality. And it's one of the things that I speak to a lot of women about, that time when we're exploring or working out whether we might be gay or bi or something else that isn't straight, that isn't heterosexual. And I'm going to explain what it feels like to be questioning your sexuality and how you can get comfortable and clear about where you are with your sexuality at any given time. And this is so important because I talk to women who are stuck in this questioning phase and trying to work it out and feeling anxious and uncertain. And it's really holding them back and taking up so much of their precious headspace and energy. So in this episode, I'm sharing my own experiences of questioning my sexuality, as well as drawing on the experiences of the women that I work with. I'm also sharing how you can work through these thoughts and feelings that you might be having if you're questioning in a way that feels empowered and less stressful and anxiety provoking for you. What I'm not going to do today is tell you what your sexuality is, like do this quiz to find out if you're gay. Um, I'm also not going to tell you that you must come out or tell somebody, or experiment with your sexuality. These are all things that you can decide for yourself. But I'm not the one to tell you what you should do. What I can do is give you some powerful food for thought as to how you can support yourself to understand the truth about what your sexuality is, and to feel good about it, to feel good about who you are, who you're attracted to, and who you want to have relationships with. Hey everybody, I'm Sarah Taylor, and welcome to the Queerpreneur podcast. This is the place for queer women who want to start or grow their business and their straight allies, where we build community, raise awareness, and create a platform to celebrate incredible women leaders, change makers, and trailblazers. In every episode, my intention is to share knowledge, learning, and resources that inspire you to think big, create more impact, and step fully into your life and business in a way that feels authentic to you. So if you're ready to take action towards creating a more equal world for everyone, then let's get started. Did you know that there's a coming out process? Well, there is. And questioning, not surprisingly, is right at the very beginning. 
And of course, when we look at this stuff, you know, many women might ponder what it, what it would be like to be in a relationship with another woman. Um, they might think about it. They might wonder what it's like to be with a woman romantically or sexually or intimately and never take it any further than that. And for some women like me, when it goes beyond the occasional sort of thought or musing um, into something stronger, thoughts and feelings that start to interrupt your life or even take over your every waking bloody moment when you, when you meet somebody and you just can't stop thinking about them, then it's something that we probably want to look at a bit more deeply. And when this happens, when we think about actually something's going on here that feels different, it feels like I might be different. I might not be a woman that wants to be with men, I guess, is the, is the kind of realisation. Then often this is when we come across the first bloody hurdle, of course, to make the decision to actually take these thoughts and these feelings that we're having for other women seriously, to actually ask ourselves the dreaded question, what if I'm not straight? And that can feel really bloody scary. And I guess my question is what happens if you don't? ask that question. What happens if you don't choose to explore it and look at it? And I can tell you what happens because I spent a very long time in that place, denying it, trying to ignore it, trying to put it off, trying to shove it away and trying to really pretend that it wasn't happening to me, that I wasn't feeling these feelings. And I'm guessing that if you felt these strong feelings of attraction for other women and maybe you've had that all-consuming experience too where you feel like you feel like a bloody teenager or maybe this is something really new and you've fallen in love for the first time and it happens to be with a woman and my question remains the same how long are you going to keep this up pushing them away the thoughts and the feelings and ignoring them and hoping that maybe it doesn't happen again if you've had these feelings and thoughts about other women. But all the while you've got this sort of like dialogue in your head. Maybe I'm gay. Maybe I'm not gay. <laughs> or maybe I'm bisexual. Or maybe I'm something else. And the reality is you could be any of those things. You could also be straight, right? Or you could be something in between. And I'm going to talk a bit about that in a moment. But the key thing to really get your head around is that all of these things are absolutely okay, whichever one you are. And you're one of them, for sure. We're all one of them. And I believe that it really matters that you do look at this stuff because when you're feeling confused or isolated and anxious, it stops you from living your life fully and being honest with yourself. And if you want to be honest with those around you, and that's absolutely your choice, who you talk to, who you don't talk to, who you share any of this with. But ultimately, why this matters so much and why I'm so passionate about it is that it takes a toll on our well-being. It leads to stress and anxiety. 
And from my own experience, you know, it makes me really sad when I look back at all of the time that I spent feeling so lost and alone and confused and bad about myself, bad about all these thoughts that I was having, guilty and shameful and wrong, you know, for having these thoughts and these feelings, which I've talked about in other podcast episodes and when I write, you know, and it's, I just really, really want to do all that I can to help other women that are struggling with this because this is natural. It's natural for us to feel whatever we feel for whoever we want to feel it. It's all equal. Whatever our love, affection, attraction is for whoever it is, it's all equal. It's all worthy and valid and it's all okay. Right. So when we question our sexuality, I think it can be one of the most difficult times for us. And I wanted to just highlight some of the things that you might experience. If it's something you're going through at the moment, or you might recognize if it's something that you are, I don't know, you've experienced in the past. The reason that I say I think it's one of the most difficult times is because the reality is that we're not only questioning our sexuality, often we're questioning our whole freaking life, right? We might be in relationships with men. So straight heterosexual relationships with a man that we love or a man that we once loved. I know that was a situation for me. I was in a long-term relationship with a man I believed I was in love with when I had my first same-sex experience. And to be honest, after that happened, everything changed for me. It sounds a bit like a cliche, doesn't it? But it was true, you know. However, I was so shocked and confused and so, so anxious about it at the time. And if I was honest, if I had been able to be honest with myself then, I also knew that it was something that was a long time coming. It was going to happen. I'd always been attracted to women. I'd had feelings of attraction for quite a few women before anything actually happened. And when I look back, I remember feeling such confusion and worry about those feelings that I had. And I used to wonder if it was just me. I used to wonder if anyone else felt like it, if any of my friends felt like it. None of them talked about it. None of them mentioned it. And I didn't dare mention it. You know, it was like gay and lesbian was so taboo. You know, this is 25 years ago. It was so taboo. And, you know, all of the stories, all of the representation was negative. It was either ridiculed, it was either something to be shocked and aghast about, or, yeah, hidden, secret. Um, So not a great time to be having those sorts of feelings and thoughts. So what did I do? I just joined in. I talked about men, I dated men, and all the while, I just didn't really dig it, if you know what I mean. I went out with some lovely guys, but I only ever had one sexual relationship. And I told my best friend that the other day. We were out for a walk and um, she was like, what? 
You didn't sleep with him or him. Oh, he was lovely. You know, what about him? And I was like, no. And she was surprised, you know. And clearly, I was like, oh, clearly I put on a good show. And really, that's what it feels like, isn't it? Putting on an act of some sort. And that can never be right, can it? Not in my book anyway. So even though it was hard feeling attracted to women and having really strong feelings for some of them, I was still in denial. I was telling myself it was nothing, that it was probably normal. So I really didn't face it. I really didn't face it myself. And I guess it was still somehow locked in my subconscious until the night that it all came out in pretty grand style at a party when I got very drunk and I spent the night with a woman. And I've written about this, you know, and there was no denying it to myself after that. I had to deny it to lots of other people, though, who were asking me questions about where I disappeared to, what I was doing, you know, all this kind of stuff. And it was so, so stressful. But really, that was just the beginning. You know, that was when the true questioning started. And I was kind of pushed into that. I was kind of forced into seeing the truth, seeing the truth of myself. And with it, greater feelings of confusion and isolation and fear, to be honest. I wasn't sure if I could trust anyone to talk to them about it. I didn't even really know what it was that I was grappling with because I was still asking myself if I was really gay. I didn't want to be gay. I didn't want to be a lesbian. Like I said, this is 25 years ago. And things were very different in many ways back then. But the desire to ignore these feelings or push them away is still the same for so many women today, right now, all across the world. And so I carried this constant anxiety around with me, the tightness in my chest, the swirling and the butterflies in my belly and the constant feeling like I was going to get found out, especially after my debaucherous night spent at another woman's house. I mean, I can laugh about it now, but believe you me, I was terrified of someone finding out. I lived in a small place. It was a long time ago. And yeah, I was just... I couldn't cope. I couldn't cope with the thought that people might find out about what I'd done. It felt like this terrible dark secret for quite a long time, actually. And that was the beginning, you know, that was the beginning of my questioning, my coming out to myself. And a hell of a lot has happened since. And I know that many of you listening might be in a relationship with a man right now. You might be married, you might have children, and the consequences of being gay might be just too much to get your head around. It might just be, well, what if I am? What on earth does that mean? For Not just for me, but for my whole life and everybody in it. And what I want to say to you is, if you're listening, if you're here, you know, you've listened to this podcast, you're choosing to listen to this podcast. I know you've already started to look at it. You've already started to question. So you are already questioning. 
and it might feel really daunting and like, what the fuck am I going to do if I am gay or if I'm bisexual or if I want to be with other women? However, I really do believe that being able to look at this, being able to acknowledge and accept where you're at, honestly, to yourself, (laughs) to get clear on that is such a empowering thing to do. It's such a brave thing to do, yes, but also, you know, no one else needs to be involved. You're doing this for you. You're taking that first step to get clear on where you're at with this, to get that clarity, to clear the fog, to decide what you want to do next. But without being clear about where you're at, there is no there is no decision to be made because it's all too confusing and foggy, right? And by the way, not knowing is okay too. I'm not suggesting at any point that you need to be able to say, well, I'm definitely a lesbian. I'm definitely bisexual. I'm definitely pansexual. I'm definitely whatever the other you know, as you know, I'm sure there's a whole host of different things we can be on a, on a spectrum of sexuality. But not knowing is okay too, because that is, you know, that is something in itself. Knowing that you're questioning and being okay with that is absolutely okay as well. You can be questioning for quite some time. You don't need to put yourself in a box either ever if you don't want to. You know, sexuality is a continuum. So let's say, in my view, this is why I like to look at it, you know, we've got gay at one end, very simple, gay at one end and straight at the other. And in between gay and straight, my God, there's a whole range of sexualities in between there. There might be women that prefer to be with women, but also like to be with men. There might be men that have more relationships with men, but also have relationships with women. You know, there's all sorts in that mix, right? And just accepting where you're at is a great start. Now, in this present time, and knowing that that can change. So it can also change over time. Some people might identify more closely with being bisexual and actually in the future, they might identify more closely with being gay. Now, these things change. They're not cast in stone. They're not fixed. It's not like once you've decided you have to be that thing forever. So if you're wondering or having feelings or got that anxious feeling about whether you might be gay or bisexual or non-heterosexual in some way, please know as well that none of this makes you a bad person. None of this makes you weird or not normal. As I said earlier, all sexualities are equal. The only reason we think they're not is because of what we've been taught and what society and cultural norms have told us and religious beliefs and all of that stuff, that damaging stuff. And while we're on this sort of feeling shame, feeling guilt, worrying about your sexuality, if you haven't done so, and this is resonating with you, do check out my last podcast episode, number 20, How to Heal the Shame of Being Gay, because you might like it, it might resonate for you. So this stuff can really wreak havoc 
with your health and well-being and especially your mental and emotional health, you know, which ultimately has an impact on your physical health. Um, And this is why it matters so much that you give yourself a break, you know, if you're struggling with this, take good care of you, show yourself some love, please. Because all I did when I was going through this was beat myself up and tell myself that I was bad and wrong for what I felt and what I did. And when you're feeling confused and isolated and anxious and alone, these things just amplify. I was just found they amplify beyond all rational, realistic ways of thinking and feeling, to be honest. And it really did stop me from living my life fully and being honest with myself for prior to that, you know, I wasn't being honest with myself. And when that happened, I then continued to struggle really until I found the support that I needed, until I found someone to talk to, until I started working this through and realising that I was good. I was a good person. I was a lovable person. And it's taken me a long time, you know, I've been on a long journey with this stuff. And one of the things that I'm so passionate about with my work is that other women don't have to go on such of a long journey as I did. Okay, so how can you support yourself to work through these thoughts and these feelings in a way that feels more empowered, in a way that feels, yeah, less stressful and anxiety provoking and understand the truth about where you're at with your sexuality, what your sexuality is, and feel okay about it. You know, that's one of the most important things. I'm going to give you four actions that you can do, that you can take right now, that's going to help you with this, that's going to help you work through this. So number one is know that you are in control of this, i.e. you don't have to tell anybody unless you want to, You can take your time, you can go at your own pace and you don't have to do anything or change anything unless you want to and not before you're ready. So number two is remembering that not knowing is okay as well. Not knowing, i.e. questioning, is actually recognised within the queue of LGBTQ. So sometimes people will refer to that queue as queer And sometimes they'll refer it to as questioning and sometimes they'll refer to it as queer or questioning. So what that demonstrates is that there are a lot of people in the questioning camp, if you like. You know, people that are unsure, people that are exploring, people that might be, you know, might have identified in a different way and now they're not sure if they still identify that way. You know, what really matters is that you're unique and you can question your sexuality. It is allowed. There are no rules. And like I said earlier, some people might be gay for a while and then in the future realise that they're actually bisexual or vice versa. We're also allowed to change our sexuality. And for some people, it really is very fluid, their sexual orientation. Which takes me to number three which is you don't have to put yourself in a box. Sexuality is a continuum, right? In my view, I don't know if you agree with me, feel free to disagree, but I believe it's a continuum. And 
You don't have to put yourself in one particular box ever. You might feel like you want to, you might feel more comfortable with that and identifying as a particular sexual orientation, but you don't have to. And number four is always show yourself lots of self-compassion and please prioritise your own well-being. This can be really unsettling and scary, you know, when we start to question our sexuality, especially if we've spent a lot of our life as heterosexual, believing that we're heterosexual or being heterosexual. And one of the things that I find really helpful with this and the whole kind of exploration and understanding ourselves and getting clear and getting clarity is journaling or mindfulness practices because they're really great for discovering and uncovering that clarity that might feel really elusive right now. It might, everything just might feel foggy and confusing. And so to wrap up today's episode, if you're wondering about whether you're really straight or if you've fallen in love with your best friend and you're feeling really confused and isolated and questioning your sexuality, questioning everything, the best advice I can give you is be willing to get to know yourself. Allow yourself to question and wonder and ponder and, yeah, discover and explore your sexuality. And know that that's okay, I guess, you know. Help yourself to feel safe to do that. And if you're in this place, this questioning place right now, I get it because I have been there and I have experienced it. So please don't struggle alone. Please know that you can contact me anytime if you want someone to listen or point you to a book or a podcast or a website or a blog or another resource that could really help you feel less alone and help you get that clarity you're looking for, do get in touch with me. And yeah, you know, I'd love to help you move forward with more clarity and less confusion. And I really hope today's episode has given you some food for thought and some valuable insight and ideas about how you can support yourself to work through this. And to come out the other side, because you will, I promise you, you will. So that's it from me, except to say, if any of what I'm talking about today is resonating, then do grab my freebie. It's called How to Embrace Your Sexuality. The link is in the show notes. It's a great resource. It's a journaling tool. It helps you with finding that clarity that you're looking for around your sexuality, whatever that may be. And whatever it is, it's all okay. It's all equal and natural and worthy. Okay, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your time with me. This has been the Queerpreneur Podcast with me, Sarah Taylor. And until next week, take really good care of yourself and I'll catch you next time.